love bugs. Welcome to another episode of the Match Mary Mate Show, where I discuss topics and issues to support Black women with self-love, femininity, and womanhood, and your own personal love lives. This episode is for my ladies, regardless of relationship status. I'm your host, your girl, Joyce Robinson Myers, and we are continuing our short series titled In My Feels to Get Us Through the Fall. We started the series with cuffing season, then physical touch, and after that, the spirit of intimacy. And today we are going to chat about your inner girl. Remember, you can expect these episodes while we're in between seasons so I can drop in and keep you updated on all things match, marry, mate. First, let's begin with the power of affirmation. We start every episode with an affirmation as a way to center self, listen to the body, and honor our spirit. Ask yourself, how are you today? What moods, feelings, or emotions come up? Use that energy to speak life, wholeness, and healing over yourself using the power of your own voice. Speak it into existence with an I or I feel. I feel like a girl. I feel like a woman. I feel my inner girl calling me to play and mature. Welcome, welcome. Today, we're going to take a trip down memory lane to remember and honor the personal inner girl that lives inside of each of us. I want to introduce you to a letter writing exercise that I like to use in my coaching practice that's both powerful and healing. Then I'm going to answer the what is my inner child question while I share ways we can recognize that inner girl and a host of things she just cannot seem to forget. Next, I got to cover when that inner girl needs to be checked and why homegirl is not qualified to run adult lives and relationships. And last, I want to leave you with some questions to consider as you determine if your inner girl may need a little more of you. Peppered throughout this episode, I'm also going to share a few inner girl letters between myself and some selected clients. As you know, I want to aid in the healing of gender relations between Black women and Black men because I'm learning through my coaching practice that when we have the proper relationship education, in this case, you learning more about yourself and your inner girl, it produces safer, happier, smarter, and more stable dating decisions that improves the quality of our relationships as we enter the dating market to match, marry, and mate. It is my hope that today's conversation teaches you how important knowing who you are and doing your own work helps you to be a better you and offers others a more pleasant experience in entering relationships with you. Because why, y'all? Black love matters, and we're in much need of some Black family healing and restoration. (music) 
I want to start this episode from the end to the beginning, so to speak, before I explain what I mean by inner girl and give you some background on that part of yourself and personality, I want to share what inner girl or inner child work is and an activity I like to give my clients to help them on their self-development and womanhood journeys. Inner child work is an approach to recognizing and healing childhood trauma and honoring your childhood self and your pleasant memories. In both places, you're looking to have your needs met as we all are. Inner girl work recognizes that our behaviors as an adult stem from our childhood experiences, focusing on unmet needs, repair, reparenting ourselves, and celebrating where you were from where you are today. It's a level of self-discovery that helps us understand our behaviors, our triggers, our wants, and even our needs. There are several ways to approach this work, but I fancy these two the most. The first is getting in touch with your inner girl, beginning a dialogue and developing a healthy relationship with her, which is why I like to introduce the letters. It usually serves as a jump off to that dialogue. The second is beginning to really listen and tune in to explore more about your inner girl's needs, pains, hopes, and dreams, and more specifically, taking intentional steps for them to happen. Again, another reason why I like to use the letters because the way that I style it for my clients, it usually brings those things to surface. I use lots of activities, assignments, resources, you name it, to assist my clients here. But the one I'm sharing today are girlhood letters. I have different types and styles of girlhood letters depending on the nature of the issue or maybe the task at hand. But this one is what I like to call a visualization inner girl letter. My clients start with the mental trip of what they looked like and how old they were with their earliest memory or the most pivotal or memorable moment in their lives. Once they have that girlhood image of themselves, they find a picture as close as they can to that version of themselves, the age, the memory, or the moment, and how they looked, whatever aesthetic or outfit or hairstyle comes to mind for them. Once they have that picture, they begin to write a letter to that little girl. The letter is organized in three main parts. So before I get into those parts, I like to have them, okay, grab your picture. If it's a physical copy, have it right in front of you when you are writing your letter. If it's a digital copy, this is a digital assignment anyways. It's a portion of a larger uh, creative assignment that we do. So if it's a digital copy, I have them attach it to that slide that we're working on and they just um, draft their letter there. So again, the letter is organized into three main parts. The introduction where my clients update their girlhood selves to their current grown woman selves today. And their prompt is to greet their inner girl with the nickname or term of endearment that matters most to them. And again, they're looking at this picture as they do it, connecting 
to that younger self, remembering who she was, what she wanted, and tapping in, whether that 20 years ago, 10 years ago, what have you. Number two, the body of the letter. This is the heart of the letter, where they discuss what their self-development and womanhood work that they're doing uh, with me and elsewhere. Most of my clients have uh, coaches and therapists outside of me. And this is uh, usually a series of intentions or other visualizations and sometimes other work from other providers and how their younger selves would be proud or whatever feeling. I don't want to assume pride. I just start there as a result of that work, right? The self-development, the womanhood work, their series of intentions and other visualizations while they incorporate encouragement and moments of personal weakness. It's important that both are there. And then last but not least, they close out, including any number of affirmations and they attach their picture. If they did a physical copy, they attach a physical picture or a printed copy of it. If they did a digital copy, they just attach it, upload it rather. And um, one part of our work before we ever get to this letter is a series of affirmations that I have them create for themselves. So now they're just taking that main list and cherry picking the ones that they want, the ones that matter to that little girl and incorporating those affirmations into their the closing of their letter. So I'm going to share four of these visualization inner girl letters with you throughout today's episode. Three for my clients who've given me their permission to share on this podcast, but I will not be revealing their names. And the fourth will be my own letter that I've shared with my clients and our group work together. And today I'm gonna share it here with you. So let's kick off with asking and answering the question, what is my inner child? And since my content caters to women, I use the term inner girl. So inner child and inner girl are interchangeable with me in this episode. Your inner girl is a part of yourself that's been present ever since you were conceived through utero and all the developing years after as you matured from infant to toddler to school age to pre-adolescent, usually finishing the childhood lifespan at the teenage years. So it's important, I tell my clients, When you are choosing that picture, try to choose something from the earliest of your memory, most people that is between three and five years old, through about 12 or 13. So in other words, I don't want them pulling a picture of their 16-year-old self. I really want it to be childhood, girlhood, right? Zero to 12, so to speak, or zero to 13. So your inner girl doesn't remember everything, right? But she does and recall a lot of your childhood or your girlhood experiences. And it recalls or she recalls your pleasant memories and feelings as well as your unpleasant ones. You have core memories attached to pride, attraction, confidence, progress, accomplishment, and more. Just as you have core memories attached to your fears, traumas, neglect, or significant loss. So your inner child is a part of your subconscious that has been picking up on messages way before it was able to fully process what was going on. 
psychologically, mentally, emotionally, etc. It holds or she holds, this subconsciousness holds is probably a better way to say it, emotions, memories, and beliefs from the past, as well as hopes and dreams for the future. One blind spot here is that it can be difficult to pinpoint the exact event that is annoying at us or even triggering us. Becoming aware and noticing your patterns, both internal and behavioral. I like to do this with intention and reflections and asking myself a series of questions as they reveal themselves, as the answers reveal themselves as I ask the questions to me. And I usually start with why. Now, over time, a level of consciousness is developed and the trails that lie in the subconscious begin to become known. Letter number one. Dear T, you've just turned 32, girl. Your life looks nothing like you imagined, and you've lived out your Lizzie McGuire movie, Rome Trip Dreams. You are a nurturing, kind, hilarious, loyal sister, friend, daughter, and colleague. You've traveled the world, some of it solo, conquered fears, survived, and gotten up from challenging moments, and continued to believe in the power of love. You have built a fantastic community of God-given and chosen souls. For the rest of 2023, you will continue to lean into your word of the year, fullness. You've leaned into your spiritual journey, reading your Bible, checking your emotions, hashtag feel and chill, establishing and maintaining personal boundaries, and working hard at physical, emotional, and mental health. You're in therapy on a regular basis. You are taking tennis lessons and regularly lifting weights, girl. You are still in love with sleep, <laughs> but you are focused on all of your goals. Building and maintaining your community is the most important thing to you now. You still struggle with your self-esteem and trusting yourself a little bit. You are learning that self-trust is the most important personal development journey you've been on. You're doing an amazing job. Feel good and be proud of all that you've done and accomplished. Remember, you are enough. You trust yourself. You allow others to grow as they need. You commit and keep your promises to yourself. You deserve rest. Keep going. Signed, me. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, your child within is part of your personality that still reacts and feels like a child. And as adults, we sometimes experience these same patterns. We can recognize that inner girl as the part of ourselves that remembers that sweet smell of your mother or your grandmother, the feeling of our hearts filled with joy when we share good news about ourselves to a parent or a caretaker, relative, teacher, or coach, the happier, confident feeling of being invited to a friend's birthday party, Maybe your inner girl remembers the salty tears running down your cheeks when daddy left the house or when you learned a grandparent or your favorite aunt or uncle or even a sibling was dying or had died. Being ignored and bullied on the bus or at school, feeling less than smart when the teacher singled you out or scoffed at you for not knowing the answer or for getting it wrong. The feeling of pride when you land your first job and begin to show that you are responsible and capable. Perhaps it's when you have gone on a quest to find love or to find social groups to belong to. 
or feeling crushed or betrayed when you got hurt, were ignored, or even lied to, and on and on and on. You know your core memories and your key moments. Letter number two. Hey girl, it's been 20 years since I last saw your face in the mirror. A lot has changed and yet little has changed. Girl, let me tell you what you're doing. You are a veterinarian. In three years as a vet, in typical Lala fashion, we've carved our own path. This year, we have a functional and profitable IHE business. Yes, girl, we are still Miss Go-Getter, but we are learning to be kind and gentle with ourselves and to find space to rest. We have complete control over our work schedule and are valued. We travel as much as we want. We have both cats and dogs, even a great Dane. We have a home and amazing friends. We are still working on finding us a man, but we are in no rush. Life is wonderful as it is. Life has thrown more painful blows, but we have and are overcoming them, and we still find a reason to smile. You'll never guess who we are friends with now. Mom. She loves us and always wanted the best for us, even though I know it didn't feel like it then. Well, I got to go, girl. But on the way out, I want to let you know we are beautiful, successful, happy, growing, adventurous, kind, and generous. We are blessed and highly favored. Signed, me. Love bugs. I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back to conclude our integral work today in two more letters and also share questions that you can ask yourself to begin identifying where your inner girl is at today as soon as I return from this break. Welcome back. Part of my work as a dating and relationship coach is to help women explore their inner girl and address issues events, or scenes in their girlhood that need attention or repair or comfort in their adult lives. Sometimes that inner girl needs to be checked, honey, or maybe she needs to be taught or confronted, especially when she's driving bad behavior or what she produces is ultimately undesirable or creating a life that you do not want for yourself. This is usually a season in women's coaching with me where we have to address wounds and identify who or what caused them, often examining parental relationships, nuclear and extended family, social networks, and relationship history with men. Iyala Van Zant has a saying in her work that I think fits right here. She says something to the effect of not allowing the little girl inside to run adult business and relationships. I would say that you can honor your inner girl for sure, but girls are not women and should not be ruling your adult self. Basically, your inner girl cannot run the show. When she is running the show, she'll choose behaviors, choices, and thoughts based on unconscious beliefs or memories or wounds from the past. The issue here is that the little girl on the inside does not have full access to your adult self or even your adult life in reality. There's distance and gaps between your life 
in the here and now and what she remembers the most and is most needy for. Your inner girl does not have complete realization of how your grown woman life is different today or how things have changed. So she's not qualified to run your adult life, but many little girls are running grown woman lives nonetheless. I would challenge you to do the work to determine if that's true and to undo that or to resituate if so. Letter number three. Dear Noon, the Pisces that has an imagination of all these creative dreams. Girl, you will obsess over your perfect future like nobody's business, but I am here to tell you that it will do more harm than benefit. I know your family is telling you how negative your life will turn out and that you will be nothing, just like your mother on drugs. But I am here to tell you, block all that ish out. Yes, you will experience some bumps along the way, but baby, it will prepare you for your best life ever. Trust me. You will connect with people beyond your bloodline and they will feel just like home. The trust issues you have will present itself when you start to make new friends and when you start dating and will ruin a few relationships. However, you will start therapy and work through all that along with your other trauma and start to become the best version of your authentic self. You will want to be married by 30, living in a safe and loving home with your husband and all your boys, but you won't. Instead, you'll be working on the best version of yourself, along with being a single mother to your beautiful daughter. This is not an indicator that something is wrong with you. I've learned. For some, you might not be enough. And for others, you will be a little too much. But neither are indicators of your worthiness. You will begin to date at a very young age because you will still be searching for that love you never got at home. Years will go by and you will wake up 25 and start dating the man who you strongly believe will be your husband and he will set the bar for every other man you encounter after that. You do not know it yet, but God has other plans for him and a tragic accident will occur and he will be taken away from you. You will be devastated beyond measure. You will read this when you are 33 wondering why your life is still not where you want it to be. Instead, my Pisces dreamer, just focus on what is going good in life. So let's check in and see what is going well. I have been flourishing in my life and learning to make my bumps teachable lessons. Remember, I always wanted to learn how to roller skate. Well, girl, I started teaching myself last year and finally living out that inner girl dream I've always wanted. Next up, I'll be learning how to ride a bike, but want to master skating a little bit better first. Skating keeps me active along with walking. Why didn't you tell me I would totally hate the gym? I have three beautiful godchildren who I absolutely love as my own. I am loving myself more and showing myself grace. I am still in therapy and I have a dating coach who keeps it real with me because this is what I need. I may not like it at times, but it, it can sting, but I know these people only want the best for me. I am thriving in my career working with foster youth and it's totally my passion. Remember all the friendship bracelets and beads I used to make? Well, I've turned my creative hobbies into a business that has afforded me the opportunity to partner with Black-owned stores and have my products in them. I am starting back journaling because I remember how much it helped me as a little voiceless girl. Would you believe I voice how I feel now? I know I have experienced what I feel to be enough struggles and bumps, 
But I will, in fact, be okay and come out even better than before and stop feeling like my life is a failure. God has not put me through all these things in the past 33 years for me to just give up. I'm going to hang in there the best I can and keep pushing through. I got this. I know I do because I am worthy of all the things I wish for and dream of. Love me. Chronic feelings are episodes of frustration, feeling stuck or repeating patterns that produce results you do not really want are often signs that some inner girl work may be necessary too. In my work, I can tell when a client is having extreme difficulty at work, their own parenting, their mother-daughter or father-daughter relationships and bonds, finding or keeping love and also deepening relationships, especially connection, intimacy, health, quality, communication, resolution, and sustainability. Those are very common. Or if they're having issues in setting boundaries where people-pleasing, anxious attachment, princess syndrome, perfectionism, critical or religious judgment, overachievement, and jadedness are common as well. So if you need to take some self-inventory here, please do. All of these things are part of your self-development, but they also help to ready and prepare you for relationships too. So here are some questions to help you with identifying if your inner girl may need more of your direct intention and attention. Do you often feel like a victim? Do you allow others to determine how you feel? Do you struggle to set boundaries in relationships? Oh, this is a good one. When you become triggered or angry, are the feelings you're having all about that day? Or are they related to things from your girlhood or your past? Do you know how to have a bad morning without having a bad day or a bad afternoon or a bad evening without having a bad day? Do you constantly find yourself reliving experiences that have already happened? Do you erupt emotionally when you're flooded or experiencing big emotions? Or do you suppress those feelings, trying to act like they are not there or like you do not feel them? Do you shut down when you did not get your way or when something did not happen the way you wanted it to or when you thought it would? Do you feel safer when you put walls up and remain guarded? And how often do you live in denial as a way to avoid dealing with things? Letter number four. Dear Jay, you're rocking a Little Mermaid shirt in this pic because it was our favorite movie before Aladdin and Lion King. It's 2023 now, and a new Little Mermaid was released this year with a black aerial. Funny how things recycle and resurface, huh? You just had your first spiritual encounter, and Mama has started teaching lessons in womanliness and female etiquette. She's also begun to see our natural gifts, declaring that we be paid to speak and command an audience. You're beginning to learn about Nana. Today, you are grown and thriving. We have a fantastic husband and two teenage sons launching into adulthood. We've lost a baby and frozen two more of them. Can you believe we did IVF? We're also in grad school becoming a whole doctor. Remember that? How we used to watch Julius Irving and his glory in the court and say, one day, people will also call us Dr. J, but in a different way. Well, we're doing it, girl. 
We own an emerging business that teaches Black women about self, womanhood, and the nature of men to heal the Black community and family. Mommy was right. We're paid to teach, speak, and share content shrouded in Nana's legacy. Remember when Daddy used to say our voice could be on the radio? Well, we never sought out broadcasting, but there's this app called Clubhouse, which is like the radio over the internet and podcasting, which is like having your audio version talk show. We're on both every week and people tune in to hear what we got to say. Cool, huh? Funny how our parents could see our gifts even then. Our parents also many prophets. Hate to be the barrel of bad news, but our baby brother is gone. Next year will be 10 years. Also, daddy is gone too, and it's coming up on six years now. So the past few years, it's just been me, mama, and our kid brother. Yes, he's still a wild card. Jay, I'm so proud of you. You have a very special way of turning ashes into beauty and maintaining your joy in it all. Mama certainly gave us the best name. More than pride, there is love. I love you, girl. Remember to know when to speak and when to hush. And don't be too hasty. That's gotten us in trouble a time or two before, but we're doing much better now. Also know that you are healthy, happy, and loved. Your gifts make room for you, and you are so good that they cannot ignore you. You are the birthright and blessing, and there's none other than you. Love your older self. Lovebugs, you'd be surprised at how healing and cathartic these kinds of exercises and letters are. Because I asked my clients, can you please read your letter out loud <laughs> when they're in their own coaching cohorts? The audience gives more power to voice and validation. And many women become tearful or flat out bald at some point during their reading. It's cleansing, clearing, restoring, and celebratory all at once. Oof, and it gives me chills every single time. And as the weeks pass, epiphanies and awakenings begin to occur as their letters give them a new level of consciousness. These grown women have honored their inner girls and decide where they should take up space in their lives. There's also power in its reflection. A year later, I look back on the most recent letter and sometimes all others. The growth and perspective I gain about little old me is all worth it. So I pray that you're inspired to take care of your inner girl today. And that's it. And that's all. We end every episode with thought or heart-provoking questions for your journal. Journaling is simply prayers on paper, and the most high tends to those too. Dear listener, who is running you? The inner girl or the grown woman? When do you feel safe? What needs are you steadily attempting to meet? What desires have always been in your heart, even since you were a girl? How do you honor your inner girl? It's okay to write about the blessings and the burdens. Pour it out into your journal today. Release yourself, free yourself, and most of all, be yourself. P.S. No woman is better at being you than you. Up next in our round two pop-up episode series is a discussion about masculine archetypes. I want to introduce them to you and have you consider the best type for yourself. For now, I leave you with, 
Caring for your inner child has a powerful and surprisingly quick result. Do it and the child heals. Martha Beck. Thank you for joining me today and tuning into another episode of the Match Mary Mate Show. Until our next time together, love, light, and relationship. Remember, we grow as we go, and I'll be with you in the next episode. Cheers.